The Tape Never Lies Network. Starts now. Super 16 is the cream of the crop. College football time of year don't stop. With Christopher Zurich, just another go down with the courage. Heart, skill, and will. Bringing you the best 16. Serving up a plate for the football fiends. Breaking the best 16 college teams. Football fans, this is the show with your dreams. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of the Super 16. Normally say we normally say poll show, but we're gonna say bowl show, where we take a look at several of the bowls that have already been played, and also some upcoming bowls. Also, we're gonna touch a little bit about a little couple little college uh, football uh, tidbits, so to speak. We got a whole bunch of stuff going on. Uh, I think everybody and their mama has jumped in the transfer portal. That's something we're, we're going to talk about. Um, also, the amazing fact that Bryce Young and Will Anderson may play in the bowl game against um, Kansas State. Uh, they they are the the amazing quarterback and the phenomenal defensive player for Alabama, which is really unique and crazy these days when they're not competing for the national championship. But we'll get a chance to get back to that. I want to thank the Football Writers Association of America – for allowing me to do this, and the National Football Foundation, uh, which awards the College Football Hall of Fame every year. Um, the banquet was just uh, a couple weeks ago, and we actually inducted a new class, so we're very excited about that. Unfortunately, there were not any uh, Golden Domers in this class, but hopefully uh, we'll have some in the next class. And before we start to get rolling, I'd like to bring in Philatosian. Is that the proper uh, pronunciation after two years of knowing you? Number two, Michigan. There we go. (laughs) Number one. Number one, Michigan. You're blurrier than uh, Cairo Santos' effort on his extra point. Yeah. I'm blurrier? Yeah, you look blurry. I don't know, I don't it's know what your, to do, man. It's it thinks like it's your internet connection. Are you getting like those Wi-Fi signals on your screen? Nope. Nope. Upper I haven't got left. Nope. No? Hmm. Dang. Sheree, is it me or do you see it too? Blurry Chris. Yeah, he is, she's saying. Blurry me. I don't know. Do you, are you hardwired into the stream? I am not hardwired into the stream. That might be it. Your signal's getting lost. I think the wife is probably ordering you some Christmas gifts and shit. Oh, that's good. Yeah, well, the Super 16 Bowl Show. There you go. I like that. I like that. The Bowl Show. Happy holidays, Chris. See you. Happy holidays. Like Frosty. Happy holidays. I feel like Frank singing, you know? Exciting. Uh, Exciting times. Exciting times. What's your favorite Sinatra song? 
Oh, um, Chicago, of course. Oh, okay. Are you being and biased? To that? All, yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, he sings a great I New like York. I mean, the summer cool. wind. Love the, the summer, summer wind. wind. Oh, man. Like Frank is my guy. From across the sea. What's your favorite Christmas carol? Uh, favorite Christmas carol is definitely Christmas Have song. Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Okay. Um, I just love it. Artist version or no? I don't have one off the top of my head, but I I like I I love that song. And then uh, what's his name? God, I just lost his name. I had it. Chestnuts roasting. Nat King Cole. Nat King Cole. Thank you. That's my favorite. Is it? Yes. Yeah. I like how it's called a Christmas song. I think. I think I it think is. I could call it Chestnuts Roasting Open Fire, but that's probably not the name of it. Cherie's so. throwing her. Hey. The Temptation. I don't think I've heard that. That's heard Boys to Men's Silent Night. I love that. So, Actually, I, lo- I like yeah. that Boys to Men Christmas album. Yes. Fly me to the moon album. Man, we can do a, a Frank's uh, show. I just found out prior to the show that Chris is. A fan of Frank Sinatra. That's and it's why. not because he has a Jack Daniel uh, Frank edition. <laughs> That's not the reason why. That's not the reason why. Um, hey, Frank Sinatra, just a unique sound and unique voice for those Christmas. Are you in? The, do you have the spirit of Christmas? Right. So I was now? gonna say. So in Chicago, in the Chicago area. They have a station that's dedicated to Christmas carols that they start like the day after Thanksgiving. So it's twenty. Yeah, same here. Oh, okay, you guys got yes. Light so one hundred point five. See, there you go. There you go. And we have I've that same version. But here's the thing, because I don't have this, but I love, and this might age me, but do you remember? Um, do they know it's Christmas by Band Aid? It was a group yes. that uh, Quincy Jones put together. Yeah, I remember. Uh, and then Do they know yes. Christmas time. And it, were, it was like a We Are the World Christmas yes. version. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. And of course, I never, you know, you never hear it throughout the year. So I'm still waiting. I've been in the car like a thousand times, but for some reason, they haven't had a chance to play that. So you're that guy that just waits. You won't use yes. Spotify or. I don't have a smartphone. No? I know. Let me give you my password after the show okay. so it help okay. you out. Give it to me now. No. <laughs> no. It's actually there? my wife's. I'm like, why are you paying for this? She's like, I want to listen to my podcast. I want to listen to music. It's unlimited. I want to listen to your show. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. And I was like, let me try this. She's like, here's the pack. Try, try it out. Now, now I'm hooked on it. I think I use it more than her. It's, it's like Netflix, right? You, yeah, it's you a password to everybody, huh? <laughs> exactly. I trade passwords with people. Like, you got HBO? I got the Paramount. I got Hulu. Paramount. I got Paramount Plus. There you go. <laughs> you got Peacock? <laughs> wow. I'm looking for a YouTube TV guy. That's what I need. 
I couldn't have believe you, it. Do you, I don't know anybody that has YouTube TV. But go ahead, I know I'm sorry. one person. Let me vet. The Please. NFL Network was like the Gestapo. What happened? With their Saturday football games. Okay. It was like you only could watch it on your phone. If you don't have like cable, you couldn't get it to go on the screen of your television. Really? It's it wouldn't even jump, you know, because they give you a, a Roku as an app, an NFL right. app. Right. That I pay for. And 99% of the time I can turn on the Thursday night game on the thing. But Saturday, you couldn't do it. And here's the kicker, Chris. No pun intended, Chicago. Oh. It wouldn't, it would let you watch it on your phone, but you couldn't, like, stream it to your television. I even tried to mirror it. I tried to mirror it. Like, go get away from, you know, what is it? I forget what they when you stream it up there via one of those streaming things, devices, I forget. It's it's escaping me. The Google Chromecast. Okay. Someone might have said that. I, I skated the Chromecast and I was like, yeah, I'm going to be smart. My Apple can, I can, I can, can mirror, mirror it. So right. whatever's on my phone is automatically going up there. So screw that. I'm going to, I'm going to beat you. Nope. They blocked that too. Really? They blocked that too. I couldn't believe it. That's it. So was it all the games on Saturday or what? I mean, all of the games on NFL Network were really? unable to be unless you have like YouTube TV or a streaming apparatus that your Direct TV or whatever. That's the only way. And I I I go, this is ridiculous. But I think this is a showcase of what's to come because NFL, the Sunday ticket is going off of DirecTV next year. Oh, I didn't know that. They haven't announced who has it yet. Apple, Google. It looks like Amazon because you see that dude. What is his name? Bezos? Bezos? Be- Jeff Bezos, yeah. Yeah, Bezos is hanging out with Roger Goodell. Oh, there you go. Right there. That's so- what's going to happen then. It's going to be big time money there, whether it be Apple or Amazon Prime Video. Someone's going to own the ownership rights to the NFL Sunday ticket. Direct TV is gone, which wow. is good. So but I, I got how long it's going to be? Like ten years? I got rid of Direct TV of a long of about six years ago. Okay, five. <laughs> That's a whole other story, but. I don't know what the deal length is going to be with the mm-hmm. streaming, but they have to have an under. They clearly came up with an understanding of how to stop mirroring and streaming or casting. No, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they did well, that. Well, like you said, you can watch it on your phone. The next thing is, you know, who's going to get it? I have always believed that. The NFL has been stupid because you should just charge p- people for to for their team a seasonal pass for their team, right? And then you would make or you give that option at a hundred dollars or hundred and fifty or the whole thing at three hundred and fifty, four hundred, and you would make more, and that would 
make it easier for me because all I want to see is the Bears games. So oh well, as long as it's easier for you, then it, yeah, it's good. That's what it's I was. Good. Good. But that would help them too because they'd make a hell of a lot more money. Speaking but, about the NFL, yes, what was about there a game on about this Sunday? Game? I was just wondering if there was a game. I actually saw a couple minutes of it. However, our guy Jalen Hurts, who we both love, at least in college when he was at Bama, and then realized that, you know, he wasn't going to play, and then went to Oklahoma, and then balled there, and everybody had their doubts about him, but guess what? He's the man. He's Shane's trying to get your attention here. I'm sorry. I'm paying attention to you. Yes. Are you pissed about this? I I, This is my first time seeing it. I guess he decommitted from Notre Dame. Oh yeah, it's gonna be interesting. They've they've had a several they've had several guys kind of opt out, and um, the 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 ranking that Notre Dame had is, is slowly kind of falling down the down the charts there, as far as her, her recruiting class goes. But that's something that we I plan on We're covering a little later. Yes. yes, sir. I yeah, had this was, great transition. I used kind of craving attention. Up, Cherie left his comment up there for 45 seconds. So. I'm sorry. Oh I apologize. Shane, is I'm sorry. Chris not? Or you might be frozen. Wow. Anyway, okay. he's lost the the title, smartest okay. man. Anyway. So we have to rename him second smartest man because I'm what the happened? smartest. Oh, 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 oh my bad. <laughs> wow. Sorry about that. No. The Chicago Bears, obviously delve into every which way of losing that you could possibly see. What we did see is a good effort, a valiant effort out there. You can't question that. But again, the coaching decisions, play calls, and some of the personnel stuff that Shane and I talked about on Bears Hour Live um, come re you know just to the surface every time and in the history of my life watching professional football not just a chicago bear i've never seen a team pass up a kick at the 31 yard line i've just never seen that and a lot of people get all upset a lot of people don't understand the reality but you never take your kicker, like, can you not do it? I mean, I just never have seen that. It's like, get out there and play the, off the wind. Play off the wind. But punting from the 31, I'm like, if you're going to do that, then go for it on fourth down. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because that, to me, is a coaching buffoon show. It's just an absolute a travesty. If you're going to punt, go for it then. If you're not going to kick, go for it. What are we right. punting at the third? It just re. It just. It's still bothering me because all I see is Ted and George. I don't know football, and, and it just bothers me. Like these are the guys we continue to hire. Like no, and you're still excusing it today. That's. And if it is this, as Chubbs is saying, it's called intentionally losing. 
then it just it just smacks of just doing a disservice not only to the fans but to the kid number one sure. who clearly isn't out there to lose right. and is playing to maximum effort. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I've well, never I seen excited. Kid. I was getting excited because I was driving in. I, I we I had a uh, daddy daughter date. So I wasn't unable to watch the Bears game because I went to a play that was downtown. Um, so I was listening to the game coming in, and I think the Bears went up 6-3 because there was a, a missed uh, PAT. Extra point. Yeah. 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 Which... It wasn't because of the wind, Chris. <laughs> I'm telling you. It was a complete, utter Shanko. <laughs> like Vasante for Shanko. It was just, I saw how he kicked it. It was just like kicking to the left. I'm like, oh my God. I mean, I've not, you're going to have to find yourself a kicker because you can't just rely on someone. That's five extra points that you've missed on the season. And three of them have cost you games. Oh. So that percentage is a, is a killer. So when people, well, he's been really good inside the 40, inside the 50, he's been, well, he's missed five extra points. <laughs> they call it an extra point for a reason. I get, <laughs> and then we don't even count the the blocked kick that he kicked like on a 28 degree angle, like right into the defensive lineman's hand. It wasn't like a six foot seven D lineman jumping up getting his hands right, up this right. was like 378 pounder whopper he could he had a three inch vert <laughs> he's coming down and his hand from hit the it. vertical <laughs> from the vertical it's coming down it's like oh my god uh, i've the kicking stuff i've lost my patience with cairo when he mm. said no moss because he literally said, no, I can't do it. He, like, did the old Charlie Brown or Tiger Woods, picked up some grass <laughs> and looked at the wind, and he's like, no. And I'm like, what? Then go for it. You're no, out of there. You're, let's punt. <laughs> wow. I couldn't make it up if I tried. It almost made me want to watch the World Cup. Almost. <laughs> almost. almost. Okay. All right. Well, it's encouraging because the next game is against the Bills, right? Right. On Christmas yeah, exactly. Eve, exactly. supposed big snowstorm coming to hit you guys in Chicago. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. They'll, they'll, minus they'll 20, the, uh, 12 to 18 inches of snow, according to They'll, they'll move the, the game to South Bend. <laughs> that would be dope. They'll play it there. Play it at – have the Bears ever played at? Yes. They have. Yes. Look at that. When the, uh, the forever, they actually, so I'm sure something like that happens. So when the stadium was being rebuilt, they played in Champaign for that year. But before that, um, there were some issues going on with Soldier Field, and they played, I think they played one game, maybe a preseason game in South Bend. But then back in the day, like the Dick Buckets during the, yeah. the 60s, they actually played there several times. 
Because wow. at that point, that would be something they, were they should playing bring in, back. Uh, in, 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 in Wrigley Field. They should bring one back. Yeah, that'd be awesome, man. It'd be like the, be awesome. the 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 uh, the Bears. Or do you remember way back in the day they used to have the All Star game with that like the, shit. the the the, the All Star Bowl? Yes, the college All Star. Yes, Jesus, they would were never battle. play that again. Never ever play that again. But that well, fun. listen. The, the good thing, they took my advice. I wrote Roger Goodell okay. about two okay. years ago. I was like, okay. listen, if you're playing this touch Pro Bowl crap, it's a true story, then why don't you just play flag football and make it fun where these guys are ultra competitive? And then you could bring in college all-stars and play your pro all-stars in flag right. football. So I don't know if it's going to get to the college versus pro, but apparently the pro bowl are going to play flag football now. Well, that's that all. And so, so you're taking credit for that. I am. Okay. I am. All right. I'm just, just making sure. Okay. I am. I didn't ca- get any money for it, but. Okay. All right. So, so you probably out of the millions of letters he's gotten, that was probably the, the, the one and only time. Well, they're making flag football a, an Olympic sport now. Woo. Lord, Lord. So now all the soccer fans could say they don't play football in the Olympics, do they? Wow. And I go, well, I think we've decided who is the superior talent when it comes to the football, real football. So are, now are, we are, can are do the it. defensive linemen, gonna, are they going to be able to like? That's a, I don't know that yet. I don't know if it's going to go 11. Grab a flag. And make them like, because you're still going to be physical up front, right? But I think it'll be more competitive than what we saw was going that on. That is correct. That is correct. Right? So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it all pans out. The Chicago- Justin Fields, the semi, semi, semis. Yes, semis. There you go. The Chicago Bears. Full of questions, but the one answer that you got is Justin Fields is your quarterback. There's no doubting. And I feel like he's an alpha. He's getting to the point where he's tired. I could see it in his eyes that he's tired of this BS. But he's not the kind of guy that's just folded up his tent for the season. Right, right. He wants to get this team together. And I feel like that's a good step here. How they do it. I know PFF ranked the Chicago Bears offensive line. I thought they were joking with me on Sunday. They ranked Mm them 10th. Really? (laughs) I go, if they're 10th, what does 32 look like? (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) PFF. Who is 32? Is it like like a local high school team? I mean. Exactly. PFF went like that. Like, what? The Chicago Bears offensive line is the 10th best. That's just showing how they've taken the stats because Justin is covering all these warts, and they're ranking them like that. They don't watch an ounce of tape to say, oh, my God, Cody Whitehair was as pathetic as possible. But, yeah, let's give him a great, great. Well, as you know, I'm not a big fan of of, of uh, Justin Fields being the 
leading rusher in the thousand yard rushing club that he apparently now is in for quarterbacks, which I think is ridiculous. But he's out there running for his life. Yeah, that's what it that's what it is. He's covering the sacks. I don't know, Chubbs. I'm I'm sitting there watching a Packers offensive line give Aaron Rodgers about 35 minute break like you're working at Best Buy every time you snap <laughs> snap the ball. Uh Mr. Rogers, yeah, I'm going on my break, back dropping back to pass, smoking a cigarette out there. <laughs> Christ. Let's look at these things on tape, not oh my god. Speaking about cigarettes. Yes. I was gonna transition into college football from cigarettes, so how are you doing it? That's amazing. Is there a, is there a Marlboro Bowl? No, but I would like to comment. So the the Joe Moore Offensive Line Award for college for college offensive linemen has had a repeat win, back to back, first time ever. The Michigan offensive line won last year, and they won this year. So my boy, big O. And Joe, this is my transition because Joe Moore was an offensive line coach at Notre Dame, and previous to yeah. that, he was offensive line coach at Pitt for years. Bill Fralick, Jimbo Cover, Mark Mann, he just he just produced crazy, crazy, crazy guys. But he always used to smoke, and he would have a weird way of holding a cigarette so the coaches, the head coaches, wouldn't see, and he kind of cuffed it underneath like this. So then he would kind of. Smoke it like this. It was, it was hilarious, but um, didn't smoke on the signs during games. You knew this dude? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was awesome, man. He was awesome. And, and Great I, technician, like teaching Oh, my technique. God. It just, I mean, he is, he's he's just absolutely legendary. Absolutely legendary. I mean, just in the offensive line, um, Russ Grimm. I mean, you, you name, like, oh all the big-time um, offensive linemen that came from the East Coast kind of pit. Uh, that that era, they they love love Coach Moore. Unfortunately, he passed away several years ago. So, kind of in his honor, they made this offensive line uh, lineman trophy, and it's huge. It goes from school to school each year, but right. it's gigantic. It weighs like a couple hundred thousand pounds. It, it's 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 awesome. Is it um, any coincidence that Michigan might be in the college football playoffs because of their offensive line? Hey, I love that. Exactly. Love that I'm just back trying to, back, to trying to teach people how important that is. Very Don't true. listen to PFF or anybody else's reasoning. The reality is the offensive line is critical. Huge. And until Huge. you get that going in Chicago, despite PFF and whatever the Vikings and Packers, according to sources, <laughs> are ranked, the Chicago Bears offensive line is the biggest weakness in watching it, even more so than the defensive line, despite the running game. That's my that's my truth in watching and assessing, but you have to fix the pass rush of the Chicago Bears. But Michigan O-line, that's really well coached. It really well, is. That's, that's, that's what happened. It's impressive to watch them be technicians with whatever front is given to them. They're mm -hmm. able to have an answer, right. and they're still going to run their offense 
and they're going to run at you. And if you decide to load that box and play that 46 front, that bear under front, whatever you're going to do, and nine man on the line of scrimmage, then they're going to throw on you. <laughs> and that's what they did. And Ohio State, they learned a valuable lesson. Big plays were, down, were made down the football field. That's why Chris messed up by giving Sonny Dykes the vote and not Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> so what 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 coach of the year award did Dykes not win? I don't know. Yeah, he swept them all. So. He swept them all, huh? It wasn't just me. <laughs> see, you could have maybe put the powers that we'll see. His we'll first year, that. man. His first year, he takes the, a team I that loved, I loved him for about 30,000 transfers. 59 minutes. I loved Sonny Dykes. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, my God, Sonny Dykes. Quarterback sneak. Give the ball to Big Red. He got you there. Okay. Oh, my God. Now you got a playoff team that lost to Kansas State. And Chris is going to hold that. So unless they beat, sure. Who are they playing? Ohio State. Come on, no, man. they're playing Georgia. Get with the damn program, man. This no, is college playing Michigan, Bowl. baby. Playing Bowl, Michigan, bro. baby. Come on, man. I'm testing you. Are you really? It's yes. called ESPN.com. Just go over there, and you can see. Let's Let's talk about these bowls, Chris. Speaking about you, the bowl games. You had some bowls that have yes, been we played. Did. Well, first of all, before you started, what about Army Navy? Did, did not have a chance to see or heard. Oh, it was kind God. of interesting toward the end, but I heard the helmets were awesome. <laughs> it was like um, the whole game was going back and forth and boring. That's what I You know, just old time struggling. And then all of a sudden – that that clock starts making energy and anxiety happen and plays were happening and it was an amazing football game it turned into an amazing game and that's sometimes how it works and uh yeah i loved it i watched every minute of it unfortunately maybe lost and the maybe had i couldn't believe it after they the, fired him uh, after the game they fired they fired the head coach. He's been with them forever. Here's an interesting fact. Yes, he was actually the, the defensive coordinator. He was actually with them, I want to say, for probably like the mid-90s as like the D-line coach, offensive support, whatever it was. But here's an interesting fact. A couple of years ago, um, before the BYU head coach was named, they offered him the job, and he declined because his son was a freshman on the BYU football team. So not very many people have a chance to kind of make that step from Navy to a bigger program, you know? Right. I don't know. I don't know what the – they haven't named anybody yet, have they? Navy? Yeah, they have. So the, the, the oh, defensive okay. coordinator, uh, Bruce somebody, uh, Hartwell or something like that, um, he, he's now the so. – but there were some other kind of crazy games. Uh, we had the – and, and I love the name. Well, first of all, let's, let's talk about the bowls. So, yeah, there were like 500 of them. 
And as much as people hate the amount of bowls, the idea of a bowl game was it was originally supposed to reward kids that played well during the season. Unfortunately, what we see now is that you have to have a minimum of six games in order to go to bowl game. It's basically and there's 12 games a season, so you can be literally average. Right. Right. So, so now the bar was just kind of lowered tremendously, which just sucks. I think it's bullshit. So you have that situation. And then you have all these like right want to have a damn bowl game. So you got the Bahamas Bowl. You got the uh, the the, the um, Trader Joe. No, not Trader Joe. But you got the Jimmy Vegas Kimmel. Bowl. You got the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. You got so you know you start kind of diluting the pool there, and so if a team is not, um, if they don't have six wins from not five hundred, because there's so many damn bowls, some teams now they're. The bowl games have to grab the five and seven teams. Right. Come on. I don't. That's so, where Rice so, was came in. Came in. Now, now you're in a bowl, and you don't even deserve to be in a bowl. But because the 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 money corporation of the bowl season, they got thirty damn bowls. Now you're rewarding kids for being subpar. Right. So not even you're at five hundred. You're, you're lower than 500. So as much as I hate to say this, because I have all four kids experiencing great things after the season, we're going to have to eliminate some of these damn bowls. And, and, and make it make only the good teams have a chance to go to the bowl. So I think there's 47 bowls or something like that. Let's just say there's 40. <laughs> right. So, Phil, I mean, I mean, how many how many bowls do you think there should be? If there's if they're right now, if there's 40. There should probably be 15 bowls. Which means there's 40, that's 80 damn teams. Right, exactly. So now Too I feel many. like the 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 the, uh, the 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 uh the little league pop warner football coach giving everybody a goddamn trophy. Exactly. Here's a bowl for you, here's a bowl for you. I feel like Oprah, here's the a bowl LA for you. bowl here's a bowl for you. Yeah, the Vegas bowl. Come on. Where Oregon State smashed Florida. Come on. Right. The right. Celebration so, Bowl. How about that one? Yeah, yeah. I had a rooting it. I was NC Central hey. in Jackson State. How about I enjoyed that. So that this bowl. is the second bowl game. Isn't this the well, the first year Dion didn't make it to a bowl game. So this is the second bowl game he lost, right? Because he lost yeah. the first bowl game. Yeah. There you go. Which is something else we got to talk. I have that on my list too. So first of all, let's kind of talk UAB. about the bowls. Yeah, yes. UAB Miami of Ohio was the first bowl, the Bahamas Bowl. Yes. Then the Cure Bowl, which was a really good, and Cherie had a rooting interest. Hey. But her team went down. Hey. Troy beat University of Texas San Antonio, the Roadrunners. There you go. Maybe. All right. Hello. They were road throwers. Now I was kind of shocked, right? Uh, when yep. we we're talking about the um, uh, the Cincinnati Louisville, because I think I texted you about this one, didn't I? Can we get a TTNL bowl? Hey man, Logan, why not? Logan's on. Hey man, <laughs> if, uh, if Jimmy Kimmel got one, exactly. We got to start. What is that? 
What is that when you ask for money? What is that thing? A GoFundMe? GoFundMe for the yes. TTNL ball. The, we the could TTNL start ball. it now. GoFundMe. Well, we only need about $2 million. So, you know, hey, let's start that now. <laughs> we start it now. Yes. He's got a good turnaround well, in 2026. Well, Bar- or, uh, Barstool Sports is a damn bowl. They do? Yes. It's the Arizona Bowl. Oh, that was their bowl? Yeah. Oh, they haven't played that one yet. No, they haven't played that one yet. They played the New Mexico Bowl. They yes, played they the did. Frisco Bowl. See? The Myrtle Beach Bowl. Now, My again, UConn, I want Husky kids to have this experience because the kids, I mean, dude, you work hard. You know, if you don't have a chance to make it a national championship game, you don't have a chance to make it through conference championship. You know, then I think it's. Just, I think you should have a, a, a minimum. And this, I'm, I'm going to get my ass kicked over this. But I think you should have a minimum of like eight wins. I agree. I mean, is that too hard to ask? You go know, eight and four. Pick ass the ball game. Or how about you have to be ranked? You have to be yeah, ranked. We only go sixteen. The so there will only be eight ball. What's that? We only rank 16, so we only have to be no, eight goals. And this, I'm saying, oh, the top, oh, oh, they so have to be at, the top. Oh, so you're looking at other other rankings now. Oh, See? here yeah, you go. Here. See? Here See? I, I don't talk to you for a week and look what happened. <laughs> what the go. hell? You're not, oh, it's a coach's ball. The Houston City Bowl, Iowa versus Kentucky. Neither team is ranked. See? No bowl. No bowl. Yeah, but then now, now, but you're only talking, but then you're only talking about like 10 bowls. I know Baylor would be in a lot of bowls for you. (laughs) Hey, man, I tried, man, I tried. (laughs) The Baylor Bowl starring Baylor. (laughs) That's terrible. How about your UConn team, man? They got beat. Yeah, they did. I felt so sorry. But what was the last time you were in a bowl? To the team that beat you. That's true. Marshall. When, when was the last time there UConn was in a bowl? I, I have no idea. That's a great trivia Hello. question. There you go. He's, he's uh, it was it down, like man. maybe four or five years ago. They they went down to Florida to play in a bowl. Okay. We checked that, Cherie. UConn's last bowl. But, yeah, the Gasparilla Bowl. Are you ready for that one? Who's in that one? Wake Forest, Missouri. See the gasparilla. What is gasparilla? Isn't that a flower or is that a cocktail? I I don't know. I it sounds like a Looney Tune. It might name. be a location, bro. I I never knew about it. The Armed Forces Bowl. See, okay, Guess on, who's let's, in it? Let's, let's, Baylor. Hello. Baylor See, I told you. Let's let's back up a little bit. So you're talking the about the, the sarsaparilla bowl, right? The Sarsaparilla Bowl? Gasparilla. I thought you said Sarsaparilla. But but see, so so the Sarsaparilla Bowl, right? So you have a Missouri team that's 6-6. Right. Like, I mean, I feel bad, man, because these bowl experiences for these kids are great, right? And then you have the whole controversial thing of the idea of now the, the top players not being in the bowl games. So now these bowl representatives, you know, are, are, are hinging on these good teams, and then the, the stars aren't even playing in them, you know? 
I tr- truly agree with it. I and remember I, every year watching the Holiday Bowl because I always thought that was a great bowl. Mm-hmm. They got rid of that bowl now. Well, no, I'm sure they probably renamed it like the Wasabi Bowl or the the uh, the, the, the Apple Apple Teeny Bowl or something like that, right? I have no idea. You got the standards: the rose, cotton, citrus, there you sugar. Go. There you go. Peach. Fiesta, Orange. Those were, and was the Gator Bowl? Yeah, I don't think there's a Peach Bowl anymore. Yeah, there's a Peach Bowl. No. Oh, yeah, it is. Georgia versus Ohio State's in the Peach Bowl. Get out of here. I kid you not. Oh, there is the Holiday Bowl. Oregon versus North Carolina. It's there. Look at that. What am I thinking about? The Peach Bowl? Wait a minute. The Peach Bowl, man. Yeah, but... Uh, the Peach Bowl is there. It's college football Can you do a little semi-search on a Peach Bowl and see? I, I don't it's remember right that. Here. No, no, I understand, the, right, I understand they're playing in it, but the Peach I don't Bowl remember that there. Peach Bowl no? being around for... I mean, I, I remember it when I was, you know, when I was in college. You don't remember Logan carrying out all those fucking... Rotten peaches? peaches, the rotten ones. <laughs> I'd be surprised if it's been around for like 20 years. Like, I remember it being around when I was playing, but then there had to be like that's past huge... 20. Hey, he's easy there, Bucky. <laughs> easy there, buddy. Because I'm past 20, I'm saying. Uh huh. So, the Peach Bowl has been around. No, how long has the Peach Bowl been around? I don't know. That's the question. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Baylor's in the a bowl. That's all Chris cares about right now. No, 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 no. I want to see some good bowls, though. So I think, like, I think the the Holiday Bowl, which you mentioned, has mm-hmm. an Oregon team that we loved all year. And Bo Nix yes. is coming back for his 11th for season <laughs> in college. <laughs> oh, we're Been around since 1968, Chris. Come on. Every year, I uh, just. The, the Chick fil A bowl is new. But. I don't. Uh, so it's been going on every year since 1968. Sure. It's the Chick fil A Peach, Peach bowl. bowl. See, the Peach Bowl has been around, bro. I'm telling you. The Gasparilla Bowl has never been around. Is a name of a group of people. Hey, it's, that, it's, it's, I've it's, never, it's the people's ball. It's the people's ball. It's the people's ball. <laughs> All right, so here, I have like a list of my five exciting ones I'm, I'm excited to see outside of the final four. Let's. Can we put the drop in? Do we have a drop? We have Chris's top five. Love it. There you go. Instead of week, just put this bowl season. Bowl season. Yes. My first one that you mentioned was a holiday bowl. There you go. Because I just want to see, I mean, I want to see Oregon do well. Just because they they had a couple hiccups and they should have been in a damn um, uh, conference championship. I I think they're going to blow North Carolina out. 
So it's not the game that you're excited about. You actually are excited about a blowout. I'm trying to understand this. Well, you, you're I rooting for Oregon. Oregon to end this season well. Correct. That's what you want. Yes, and I want to see them blow out North Carolina. I'm looking for bowls that are going to be great games to watch. Well, like that. I'm going to go for some good teams. Okay, go ahead. So give that, me one of yours. Well, that game, I was excited to see Coach Prime lose. Okay, I why was, is that? Well, he's leaving Jackson State. He's. I know the NC Central coach was upset with how he was treated and how his team was treated. And so I wanted to see how that game would unfold. And it was a great, exciting game. I mean, you talk about a finish. Oh, my God. Was that the same team that um, Dion lost to the, his second year? I don't know. In the bowl game, See, I haven't followed it, him that closely, but okay. up until recently with all the shenanigans and all of the pointing fingers and Jackson State and all this stuff, you know, he's leaving because they stole from him and this. All this controversy has brought my attention to it. So I wanted to see. Now he's going from HBCU University to uh, – what are they – Define Colorado as now? Well, they're called a the, the, the majority institutions are called predominantly white institutions, so PMIs. So you have HBCUs, which are historically black colleges. No, but what is it called? The football conference top, what do they call that? Pac 12? No. Power five? Power five. Okay. That's what they were saying. They kept saying it. He's leaving from an HBCU to a Power Five conference. Now he's going to go there. We'll see how he does. But it's never been done before. Right. So the ending of this story here, you know, Dion always talked a lot of smack. Well, yeah, as a coach and as a player. Exactly. So how he handled and him leaving and everything like that, to see it play out in the game, that was really an intense battle. And how this is going. Now you got this kid, Hunter, who's this superstar athlete playing offense and defense. Gordy Lockbaum. Is he going to go to Colorado and follow Coach Prime? Well, as of now, he, he put his name in the portal, but he hasn't made a decision. So. But I, I do have to say one thing about kind of this whole Coach Prime thing. When he was hired by Colorado, apparently the Colorado school system didn't accept transfers the way other school systems do. So part of the deal, I guess, was that they will now allow transfers in. And at the press conference, the chancellor mentioned that they now will have general study classes, which they apparently they didn't have before. And they'll have a, a teaching majors. They'll have PE major yeah. courses, which and, and so now it's like, and then the athletic director was saying, "Well, this is going to help regular students too." It's like, well, how many regular why students? Didn't, why didn't you do this in the first <laughs> place? Number one, right, it's going to help regular students. It's, it's helping us get more talent to the right. football program. That's which apparently they need because at the end of the press conference, somebody asked them, um, you know, "Hey, how are you going to come up with the money?" And they're like, "Well." 
He's like, well, we don't have the money now, but we'll have the money. Well, that's encouraging. I'm gonna. I, I'm. I can't wait to see how he does at Colorado. It's gonna be interesting. I saw how they ended that. I thought that was karma, going how it ended, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I want to see how this unfolds. I don't like. I will say this. I do not like some of the shenanigans as a coach, and to name your son the starter without ever comp no competition. That was tough. That was tough. I don't like that. That I think he w- probably would like to backtrack on that. Mm. But we'll see. And then there's an interesting article in the Athletic they're talking about the current Colorado players who jumped into the portal mm-hmm. since since uh kind of prime took over. So I think that'll be interesting as well. Karma how? Karma that you were talking a lot of smack that you were going to win this and you treated NC. They didn't even name NC. I heard about that, yeah. <laughs> they, they thought they were NC A&T. Like, that is so offensive. To That's how they referred to them. Like, this was like a layup. We're going to beat these guys and that's it. And then to have it. So that's how karma came into playing in that bowl game, which was honestly an absolutely amazing, well-coached game. NC Central versus Jackson State overtime. NC Central 41-34. If you haven't seen it, that's what I like about bowls. You can go back and watch some of these guys. So Yeah, it's called YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. And really great game check that out there's a lot of talent there how that kid though is a definite talent i'll tell you that well what do you like the number one recruit in the country or the number one i think it was number two but number one db oh, or something like I that i got a i got a vent oh sorry the broadcasters of that if they kept i've never watched a broadcast where we've heard oh he's a five-star recruit coming so much it was like well was constant. it were, were they trying to pump, pump up the program or were they trying to like kind of was it all kind of favored toward jackson state it's all favored toward jackson oh, state it oh, was hard to listen to it really that's the hard part right yeah. that's why i felt like even the broadcast was against so it was really one of those rudy-esque games that this underdog team went out there and beat and i'll tell you what that nc central quarterback showed me a lot right it's that so you have this hbc bowl that hbcu bowl that's on espn they're trying to have the hype of having dion right you know so it's and and i'm sure the espn executives they, they got the memo the memo was like you know hey this may be one of the last times we're covering this bowl because yeah. Deanna's going to be here anymore. So, you know, make this sound good. So I'm pretty sure that's that's what it was. And apparently they just don't know how to kind of. If you're a Bears fan, you understand. It's like <laughs> Aaron Rodgers with Collinsworth. There that's how it felt. There you go. In the, I'm like, oh, my. Are you? Did you just see this kid? 
make this amazing run and this play it was like there was just so much bias in the broadcast they yeah. they needed to do a better job with that uh but other than that the game was just tremendous okay. uh, fresno state spa- spanked washington state see oregon state in the las vegas bowl spanked so none of these games uh frank gord's kid at Southern Miss, right? He ran the devil out of the ball over there at Southern Miss and beat Rice. Uh, the New Mexico Bowl, Chris SMU and BYU at the Frisco Bowl, 35 32, Boise State over North Texas. We talked about UConn losing, right. and now tomorrow you got the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Hello. Eastern Michigan versus San Jose State. And one of my good friend's son plays at San Jose oh, State. Oh, that's nice. So All right. and then we I'm going to be watching uh, the bowl. Hugh Freeze's old team playing Toledo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Liberty. Hello. Hugh Freeze. Will he be coaching or is he not? Is he going? Are you kidding me? I don't know. For real. When 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 he got that job, I'm pretty he sure. He may. He was well, that was another thing. I I don't know how you felt, but he took the job at Colorado, but he was still coaching Jackson State. Some coaches stay there. How do you Very feel about that? Very few coaches. Very few coaches stay at the last program. All right. Very few. All right. And Hugh Freeze is a, is a, is a perfect example. Wednesday, you got the South Alabama versus Western Kentucky in the New Orleans Bowl. So a bunch of these bowls you're not a fan of. The Independence Bowl, Houston. No, no, no. no. I'm a fan of all bowls because they create opportunities for kids. Yeah. It's just that there has to be this balance now with, you know, you're rewarding five and seven and six and six teams when, you know, it's the whole, you give them participation trophies. And the coaches love this shit because they can say, hey, you know, I've been I've in the six bowl game. Right, game. right. Yeah. Well, not even a winning record, you exactly. know? Oh, I've been in six bowl games. Oh, really? What was your, what was your, ah, well, you know, we were just 500. Come on, man. Hey, I do mean, you want to go to the pinstripe bowl, me and you, down to Yankee Stadium? That was already played. No, it wasn't. That was Fenway. Oh, Fen- oh, oh, that was the oh, Louisville. Right. I'm sorry. Pinstripe is Minnesota versus Syracuse. There we go. Everybody's doing balls, huh? I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought it was already played before. <laughs> oh, man. Richard so, Gordon's partial to cereal bowls. Okay. <laughs> See, there you go. Claudio's partial to marijuana bowls. Nope. Oh, there we go. Okay. So now <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a fan of another bowl, and I want this is the orange bowl. Yes. We have Tennessee and Clemson. I think that's going to be a, a, a really good matchup because that will be Friday, our, our December thirtieth. Yes, we have our guy Hendon, who's not going to be the quarterback for Tennessee. Is not going to play. And actually, the backup was pretty good too. Yeah, the I is the kid for the transfer from Michigan now the starter over from, Hendon. What was his name? He was a highly thought of recruit, tall kid, big. Yeah, the, the guy who played. Yeah, the guy who played when uh, Hendon got hurt. That yeah, guy. yeah. 
And so he'll yeah. be starting that game. So there you go. And then you're also going to have, I think he's a sophomore, but for Clemson, because DJ uh to the portal. So he won't be playing in the game. He will not be playing in the game. He'll, he'll be looking for another team. There you go. No word on Hill Great opportunity. So the Orange Bowl, that'll be next week, Friday, December 30th, right before New Year's. Okay. So any uh, you talked about the Holiday Bowl, Arkansas, Kansas in the Liberty Bowl next Wednesday. Mm, that's a tough one. That's a tough one because I mean you know we we love the the Arkansas coach. Yeah, but he, he kind of disappointed us this year. But I'm, I'm excited about the the, uh, the Sugar Bowl. Sugar Bowl. And why is that? You say. Um. I'm wondering how could he not like the Cheez It Bowl? But no, no, I'm excited about the Cheez It Bowl <laughs> because well, we're going to oh, have a chance are? to see Florida State again. Yeah, man. Oh, you, look you, at you. Remember at the, toward the end of the year, Florida they State were was playing coming some on, good man. ball. I mean, yeah. dude, they only have two losses this year. People forget about that, man. The Sugar Bowl, obviously, the team that you felt should have been in. Yes, sir. Versus Kansas State, who beat the team that you felt shouldn't be in. There we go. There we go. So there, there's your rooting interest. Well, but then there's also going to be this unique thing where Bryce Young and Will Anderson are talking about playing in that game. Yeah, talk. So, I'm. I love that. Right. You don't. Well, I don't because you're not playing for national championship. Hmm. And if they were to get hurt, correct. Like, like, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I am all for like kids playing out their time and everything. But when we start talking about opportunities and kids being used for their athletic ability and, and yeah, get thrown the NIL money and everything else. But at the end of the day, will these kids play and the fear you know, and, and I've had this for Bryce Young over a couple of years was, mm-hmm. you know, I hated the fact that Nick Saban kept him in when they were beating the crap out of people because I was afraid he was going to get injured. I mean, you're one you're one injury away from not only your career, but, you know, I mean, an injury that, that could cost you in the draft. You saw it with Willis McGahee, if you're old enough for that. There we go former running back for the Miami Hurricanes. He ended mm-hmm. up playing against Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Totally damaged his knee. He still ended up getting drafted by the Buffalo Bills, I believe, in the first end of the first round. But that was a rarity. To your point, you know, we I have a rooting interest because if the Bears are at two, Will Anderson's my guy. <laughs> right? <laughs> but Don't play him. He's going to be your guy. Right, exactly, exactly. You don't want to sit him out. Right. Save them for the Bears. <laughs> but I've seen this play itself out. Uh, uh, Mike Anderson. Yep. Jake Butt. Yeah. Another Michigan example. Tight end. I mean, talk about a drop. That kid right. had so much talent. He had the, uh, what's the mayor? Is that his name? Meyer? Yeah, for, for, for Notre Dame. Notre Dame yeah. Talent. Yeah, that right. type talent. Well, but and then speaking about Notre Dame, you also had um, that linebacker. Uh, shit, I forgot his name. Um, oh, 
Oh my God, Smith. Yeah, yeah, Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith. I mean, that's a perfect that's right. That's example, another man. one. Perfect example. But he was you know, playing so, in the national championship. Right. Right. Well, right. Again, that, that that's a hard one. To but it's still a up, showcase. Right. Exactly. If it's not for that, right. Maybe you want to shut it down. Right. And, and as, as much as I hate saying that, but you want to kind of value your players, right? And you know, I would almost expect the coach to kind of pull them aside to say, look, you know what? You had a great run here. You know, we did not reach the, the national championship game, and I apologize about that. But, mm-hmm. you know, you really might want to think about your future, and you, you really might want to sit these games out. What do you say this to this out. guy? What's That's that? life. Um, Props to them for playing, but I'm sure they have millions of dollars insurance, a degree plus a million, you could survive. Well, I, I absolutely agree with that. But mm-hmm. when you when you compare the insurance policy that these kids have, they don't have a $30 million insurance policy. They have probably a million-dollar insurance policy. Right. Or let's say $2 million at the most. Right. right. And so the way that works is, and again, I mean, I've been through this, but let's say the person sustains an injury. You have until one calendar year to kind of be back in the same. No, no, I'm sorry, you could perform, right? Right. You have to perform. Correct, but it's not going to be the same. same right. No, no, no. You, you, you can go out. And, let's say if you're a receiver, you can, you can go out and catch a pass, or if if you ran a four a four two, and you're a four three, the insurance isn't going to pay. Isn't going to is it going to pay out? Because you're saying, hey, man, I, I need that 4-2 that speed. They're like, dude, you can run a 4-3. You're fine. So, so, so that's kind of where oh, yeah. the, the insurance doesn't help you, right? Because Unless you're totally You were at out. this peak. Right. right. Exactly. It's a catastrophic injury. So now you're paralyzed. You, you broke your leg. You can never that's play. That's a great point right? that people don't see. Right. And, and again, the insurance policy, no one's – I mean – these insurance policies aren't the insurers aren't insuring these kids for thirty million dollars, right? I mean, right. no way. Plus, the premium would be like would be like five hundred grand anyway. But the the, the idea, so yeah, well, hey, you know, the kid has an insurance policy. Yeah, that's great, but it's probably for a million, and that insurance policy is that insurance policy isn't going to bring you back to your four two speed. It's going to bring you back to that you can run again. And let's say again, I gave the example of running a four three. But you're like, hey, I ran a 4-2. They're going to be like, dude, you ran a 4-3. You're not getting the money. I agree with you. And the thing I fight back with what Citizen is is contemplating, it's like you, Citizen, winning $30 million in the lottery and then us saying, well, you're going to only have to take one because, you know, you're going to say, wait, I won 30. It's like... You have to understand that these guys have the opportunity to swing and play the game of football for life-changing amounts of money. So the opportunity to pursue your career on that path shouldn't be penalized. Say, well, you got your degree. So you can't just limit them. And football is the most physical game out there 
and the career last what is it the average career is what three point three point two years in the nfl so if if you're lucky enough to make if you're lucky enough to play it in the nfl which you were but a lot of people a lot of people aren't and yeah money doesn't money doesn't spell happiness yeah but it certainly takes care of a lot of other problems. Let's just be honest here. Otherwise, you ain't getting up every day, citizen, going to that nine to five like me. And that's the truth. So we can joke about all these different things, but the fact that they're playing, you know, says a lot about their character. It is huge. I mean, I I, I am absolutely amazed. And again, I'm just really surprised. And maybe Nick did, and they said, like, no, we're playing anyway. But I just, it's just really tough, man. Really tough to kind of see that. And I just hope and pray that, that, that no one gets injured, you know, any bowl. I just don't want to see that happen. Is there any other bowl that you? Of course. The next one happens to be the other game on the 30th, which is the Gator Bowl. The Gator Bowl. A up and coming South Carolina team playing that team in South Bend that we all love. Or love to hate. That's it moved Notre up Dame. from forty-seven. From forty-seven to, to twenty. There you go. Like Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Well, they didn't make my bowl, but that's okay. <laughs> I mean, they didn't make my my super sixteen. So, but I'm excited. Now, here's the challenge, right? So, we all heard it was kind of interesting. We we, we can thank Elon Musk for this for allowing everybody to create all types of different uh, Twitter accounts. So apparently. A couple days after they named the opponent, uh, Spencer mm-hmm. Rattler, there was rumor that he was going to leave and go to another school. That, unfortunately, is not true. So he will be at South Carolina. However, all of Notre Dame's stars, including Drew Pine, who was their quarterback, have left Notre Dame. That's a hell of a challenge for our buddy Marcus Freeman. Big challenge. Their uh, quarterback... The young kid is going to be starting, right? Tyler Buckner, yes. He started the first game and got hurt. They were so high on the kid and he got hurt. Now he's going to be back playing. So that'll be a storyline. And obviously the tight end's playing, though, right? Nope, he's out of there. Myers out out too? Yep, he's out. So is Foskey. They're they're all American defensive linemen. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. I didn't hear about the tight end. Yes. It'll be craziness. So. Spencer's going to be counting his touchdowns. Yes, exactly. I love that little. little we know we got that freshman corner though for Notre yes. Dame. He's at number Hamilton. twenty. He's yes. going to have something to say about it. Yes. No, I'm not. Not yeah. Hamilton. Harrison, I think. Harrison. Like yeah. 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 So, so and, and I think that they're going to have to get a huge game out of their running backs. Um, and I, on the defensive side, they're going to have to stop them. And it's going to be hard. I mean, if anybody watched the last two games that uh, South Carolina had, I mean, they, they were great. They were teams that they were supposed to lose to, and they wound up just balling. And the first one we're going to talk about is Tennessee. They just beat the crap out of Tennessee, and Tennessee was supposed to kill them. Right. Pulling the upset. They're on the hot streak. So is Notre Dame, except for the skid that they had against USC. Down the stretch, you got – uh, hot Spencer Rattler. That's going to be three thirty game on the thirtieth that Friday. 
And then the, my last bowl on our five is the Cheez-It Bowl. The one oh, that you I was before. right. Yes, yeah, see? Look at you, man. Even what though we haven't talked in a week, you know, we still have that vibe, man. And then we still got it, Chris. And again, the reason why I want to see um, – really want to see Florida State play again because – and I said this before – I mean, they had a great they had a great first game to beat else everybody thought they were gonna do some stuff um unfortunately season didn't turn out the way they wanted they had um they wound up suffering those three losses in the middle of the season to Wake Forest uh NC State and Clemson but after that they won all they they won all their games yeah they have turned it around I really like the coach there yeah like yeah. what he's doing the quarterback there um He's got a lot of tools in his toolbox. He's an sure. athlete. He can move, throws the ball, makes some critical throws. Um, it's going to be exciting to see that game. I, I like that pick. And as Oklahoma, they went out there and smashed somebody the last – what was their – who did they – Oklahoma State. They spanked yeah. them, right? What the quarterback actually jumped into the transfer portal. So now so they're going to be playing a young right, kid. Right. So starting quarterback jumped into the transfer portal. Well, maybe they got to put a rule here that you can't jump the portal until after bowl season. I don't I mean, we're right. I mean, that's this is that's a tough situation to right, coach. Exactly. exactly. Now you got to take your backup kid. Right. Put a you kid who hadn't played all year. You know, so again, it's it's the value of the bowls, right? If you're not playing for the national championship, if you aren't in the New Year six bowls that they, that they, they they call, so these these other bowl sponsors they want you know the top names in their bowls, but it turns out that they're 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 leaving. They're not even playing in the game. And the whole transfer portal issue is thousands of players oh have put oh themselves in there. Now oh there's not thousands of scholarships to give. So the, the whole situation mm -hmm. is getting crazy. You saw the coach at Washington State, I believe. He came out and was speaking. We got people, we got coaches calling our kids, offering them NIL stuff. It is a battlefield of craziness that's going on in this secondary type of recruiting chaos. Well, and so I think in the last show we talked about, I mean, now you have to recruit the high school kids. You have to, you have to jump the portal and kind of recruit kids from the portal, right? Those two things. Yep. But then the third one that no one talks about is you got to keep recruiting your own kids on your team. Well, there's so four. There's four. That's the fourth one. The junior college kids. Oh, right. Yeah. You yeah. Gotta, yep. Those are big yep. gets, too. You find those junior college kids. And I think your cherry on top, which is the most chaotic, is keeping your own kids right. happy. Right. Now, are you becoming, you know, uh, an employee of the kids? You Basically, know what I'm saying? Yeah. The power yeah. kind of switches right. over to the kid. So you really have to take that stance that you're. Th this is separates the good coaches from the bad. Well, because at the end know, of the day, I mean, you, I think you're right about that. But but yeah. I, I mean, you could be a great coach, right? And 
you're going to have a kid who played this year. Mm-hmm. Somebody else is going to come in. Let's say a transfer portal kid take a spot, and he's going to bounce. And, and, and I don't think that has nothing to do with coaching. I mean, you're trying. So, for example, let, let's look at Marcus Freeman. Uh, I'm just saying him because I, I mean, no, I'm you program. Fine. I mean, right after the, the 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 loss against USC, they went into the quarterback room and said, you know, hey, and this is I don't like have inside information. This is public knowledge. Um, they went in the quarterback room and said, hey, we're we're going to look in the portal. And as soon as they said that, Drew Prime was like, I'm out of here. Right. So you have to understand that. But again, you have the current kids. They all could have jumped in the portal, right? But they didn't. And so that question is, is, you know, Drew Pine, I can't win with you. I can't win a national championship with you. So I'm going to try to find somebody that we can win a national championship with. And, oh, by the way, you're going to feel slighted. You're going to leave. I mean, that's the hard part, right? And I don't think it's it's a good coach or a bad coach. I think, I mean, coaches are going to have to see it. It's just going to be a part of coaching now. And I think the great coaches are going to lose guys left and right. I, I agree with everything. I just mean your coaching philosophy is going to have to right, rule yeah. the day is what sure. I mean. Right. It's like, yeah, you're going to lose it. But at the end of the day, the foundation of your right. technique and gotcha. fundamentals yes. and the things yeah. that you preach. Listen, I would have a difficult time. I mean, I've gotten offers to coach a bunch of college schools that I've turned down because of my family and sure. that situation. Right. So now the playing field is like crazy different, even worse. So you, you as a coach have to be embedded. And I think this is where you'll separate the men from the boys. And I will just use the youths coach. He is who he is. And that's how you, you can't promise bullshit to kids you have to say best player is playing right, right. you want to come here right and that's where the shoe salesmen sure. will be out of the job right wherever they go whatever right. school they leave because at the end of the day the culture of empty promises always rises to mm -hmm. the top mm -hmm. so it's got to be very straightforward so i I respect, hey, we're going into the portal. He didn't have to say that, mm -hmm. but he did. Now that kid could decide if he wants to move. Right. If he wanted right. to move, then he was gone anyway. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Marcus is doing it right, in my opinion. Like, well, that's how truthful a, you got to be. A great example was, like you said, um, uh, Kyle Whittingham, right? Yeah. Coach for the youth. I mean, this guy's been a, he's been a head coach for 18 years. You know what the culture of this program is. Right. So, you know, you got people that are going there that understand that. And if a kid transfers, you know, he's going to transfer for whatever reason. But I can't imagine that guy coming up to a kid going, yeah, 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 you're going to play, you know, he's yeah, exactly. pull the, the, the shoe salesman bid yeah. on him, right? And I guarantee he probably won't do that. And so, like like you were saying, the coaches that have the the good cultures will will succeed no matter what. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, your whole team is not jumping in the portal, right? Exactly. So you're going to have a handful of guys jumping to the portal. And then another thing, kind of you, you, you referred to this earlier, there's only a certain number of scholarships. And so what a lot of folks might not understand is a kid could put their name in the portal 
and I think I mentioned to you this. So the portal started in 2018 when I was the athletic director at Chicago State. And we had a basketball player put his name in the portal. And we're like, dude, you know, we're Chicago State and, you know, we're like 0-15 and, and, you know, you're, you're putting your name in the portal. Where do you think you're going? Oh, you know, I, I, got, I got, some, got, some, got some opportunities. Well, turn out didn't happen. But I just say that to say that kids who put their name in the portal, they're not guaranteed to go anywhere. Right. And think about it. When you, when you jump in the portal, you're like leaving your school behind. Like you're leaving your team. If yep. it doesn't work out, you're not going to be welcome back. It's a serious situation that's going down, obviously one with which we've never seen ever. Mm. And it's become, you know, on one hand, you're fighting because of what Cherie and HL were talking about. Billions of dollars were being made off of these players like yourself, you know, your Jersey sales, Marshall Falk, um, Tim Tebow all the way down Desmond Howard just thinking some of the guys back in the day where I saw all of these people everywhere no matter where what state wearing that player's jerseys mm -hmm. they weren't seeing any of that money so we you fight for that and now you get that now with that comes this and NIL money now too so now there's several layers that are going on and who's policing this stuff you know <laughs> A great documentary for you to watch is the SMU one with Eric Dickerson and Craig James. I forget what it was called. I think it was when does the Pony Express or the Pony Express behind yeah. the Pony Express or something. Oh, like that. it's a great just to give you a sense of what was going down in recruiting. That was in the freaking late seventies, early eighties. Just think where it is now and the privatization of funds electronically. And listen, it's a it's a situation. We have coaches that have gotten caught trying to call prostitution prostitutes or whatever, call girls, and they're still getting jobs. I mean, this is a different time. Where I just shake my head at some of the stuff. It's not the best look for for this great game. So somebody has to step in and kind of get some margins for these lands. Sure, sure. sure. To kind of, I don't want it to be like crazy complex, like the freaking NFL cap for God's sake. Right. right. Just some boundary lines so that you can keep this kind of fair there shouldn't be a coach calling a kid uh coach from arizona we'll just throw this out there arizona calling washington state hey uh tommy listen we love you you're going to be a starter here why don't you bounce from washington right. state they're not using right. you right? right we're going to give you some money here you come down here it's a great party school <laughs> whatever it is that stuff can't i mean it's just against what this should be so sure, something's got to be and, done you know citizen had a great point by saying that you know maybe the portal should have been created for those teams whose coaches left right exactly and, and that's really kind of what you would look at and just along with that say that that student athlete wouldn't lose a year you know if, if exactly they but 
you know, now, like, literally, it is the wild, wild west. And coaches don't even know what's going on. And I've talked to several college coaches, and they're, they're just kind of laughing behind the scenes going, this is crazy. Like, they're just waiting for another shooter drop. Like, like exactly. what, what else could possibly go on here that hasn't already? I mean, they have allowed the, the coaches kind of – they were able to kind of um, – uh, user influence. So there's a, a period, there's, there's two periods throughout the year for the transfer portals to to have effect. It's from uh, December 5th to January 16th. And then there's another period in March, I believe, or, or May for the, the second recruiting period. So at least we're able to kind of combat that. But at the end of the day, I mean, you still don't even know who your roster is. And so I know we joked before the whiteboard in the coach's room. Right. That has all the names on there. What years the kids are, you know, what, what years the kids are. Man, it's a, it's, a, it's a damn circle. It's a free for all. They're just kind of throwing up names and see who's going to stick. Right. Because, Crazy. I mean, no one knows what the hell's going to happen. And you got big, big time players that are leaving programs. And coaches are surprised, you know, and and it, it's just frustrating as fans of the game to watch, right? So I'm sure your 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 peripheral fan, the fan that kind of just watches college football, just because maybe they, they they went to the school, so they won't understand what's going on. But it's it's the crazy knuckleheads like us that kind of love this game and, and love to watch like smaller schools play each other or D3 schools or, or other schools that we may not have had any association with, but we enjoy watching the game. And to your point, this kind of level of audacity, I believe, I think it should be predicated a green light if your coach has left and a new coach has gone in should be given to the, the two schools where the one is leaving and the right. one is, you know, going. Sure. Sure. So that makes sense to what you and Citizen brought it up with you there at the same time. That I can understand because of opportunity, culture, do they yeah. fit your philosophy? Right. That makes sense. But to have this, and I only say this because even here at the high school level, my old high school where my father coached and I coached and, every, and I played, there's two high school towns. Now, some parents are sending their kids to the other town, the other side of town, because they mm -hmm. got a better, they're, they're winning now. So I want to send my son there. They're, they don't want to send, to have that kind of power is ridiculous right. to me. It's right. like, no, go and fairly play for what you committed to. And what and get the education that's i agree with that and all of a sudden sports is taking over oh i'm not going to get a fair shot here i'm i'm leaving uh <laughs> notre dame and i'm going to go play at penn state right now because i'm going to get a better shot there that I, what was that one dude just went to school after school yeah, JT Daniels is on his fifth school, fourth yep. school. Yep. He's trying to find his fit so he can fulfill his dream of playing in the NFL. But NFL people are looking at Oh my God. Are you kidding looking me? at him like even, are you even like a prospective employer, right? For when he's done, yeah. like, dude, what really you couldn't make up your first of all, you couldn't work hard enough to gain some some 
some type of respect and and, and your your attitude about who you are at one of the institutions that you don't think you could beat the person out? Whatever happened to that? And, and I, I think this all falls back, and I've said this a thousand times, it's when whoever started giving everybody participation trophies, it kind of seeped yeah. into this situation, right? Because oh, it's this immediate totally gratification true. for these kids, and these kids are being rewarded even if they don't work hard. And, and I said work hard, meaning, dude, I spent, the, I spent a whole year on the prep team, and I was holding bags, bro. I was holding – holding the bags and yeah. I never thought I was going to play, but yes, I worked man. hard in the off season and, and I set some goals and I achieved them and I was able to play. Like whatever happened to that? Bro, I'm step for step with you. I totally agree with that. The and, which participation is the reason why awards. I could not coach the, nowadays because I, I, I just, I mean, I would be, I would be in HR's office like constantly. And eventually they would just be asking me, they're going to say, Chris, you know, we just say, you, you, you have to leave. You're, you're swearing at the kids. You're pushing these kids. Their parents are calling us. You're not hitting them, but but you're, you know, you're calling them names. And, and that's just not how we do it here. And I'd be like, I'm out. I, I, I couldn't coach these. I, yeah, I couldn't coach them. I'm telling you, I feel the same way. I'm seeing it even in my sons. There's two Pop Warner teams in Jesus. town. And both are fighting over my sons. And my wife's like, are you going to coach? Well, how are you going to coach with the shows and the Bears? Because they play on Sundays. I go, I'm going to have to coach. Like, I just can't see my kids being not coached well. So now I have to do research on who. It's crazy. It's a crazy situation. But my sons love the game of football so much. But that's awesome. To your point, the participation thing is an invasion beyond it's COVID like. <laughs> it really is. And it there needs to be transfer portal boundaries and no, we good. need to stop NIL it. boundaries. I mean, come on. NIL boundaries and participation boundaries. You want to give participation awards for an art class, um, a camp, coming, a summer camp. Coming 56th. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. But in sports, man, you just erode the whole idea of like working hard and like. You take away. I kid you not. I, I'm not a soccer fan, everyone knows, but I tell the story. My kids played soccer, and they are very good athletes, and they dominated the soccer league, right, with kids that have been playing since there was – my kids went out one time. I sound like a, yes, I'm bragging. Like I'm sorry. Parents, yes. But listen, it, it's okay. a true story. It's true, right? So they go undefeated in the soccer league. And it's a big deal soccer league, right? So at the end, the, they win the championship. Right. So they give all of the teams uh, <laughs> a, a medal, right? Right. They give them all medal. They give them a popsicle. They give them all, <laughs> all the team. They get to the winning team, the championship team. Right. They ran out of medals. They ran Are you out of serious? Popsicles. I kid you not. Oh, my God. And everybody, all those other teams got in their cars and left. Oh, and my these kids God. Won. I kid you not. Oh, my God. I, I give my wife credit. I've never seen her 
so competitive. She said, I go, she's like, this is the age of giving everyone a participation. These kids work their tails off to win the whole thing. And you didn't make them first? Give them the championship trophy. For it's just sad. Because all those other kids were, wow, I want to be the champion too. Whether the popsicle could have been their inspiration. <laughs> to be, right? These kids got nothing. Right. We've ordered your medals. <laughs> we're going to get them. To I was like, we'll never play in that league again. I was like, Amazing. Oh. But that's Amazing. A, that's what... That's where life is, right? Oh, now. absolutely, That's absolutely. Sad. We're gonna wind down a little bit, but I just want to yeah. talk about the last, uh, the final four. Well, first, we're gonna talk about um, an amazing year that U of I had in Illinois. Um, yes, I, 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 have, I have friends who, who who went there. They had an amazing year this year. They they could have had a they, again. Talk about craziness of bowls and everything else. Uh, if Purdue would have lost, they would have represented the West in the Big Ten, which is just insane. But um excited that, that they had a chance to get the bowl game. But want to talk about the Final Four. I'm excited to, to kind of see some good football and really want to see how TCU is going to fare in this environment where they've never done, where they've never gone before. Um, the teams that we've talked about uh, have been Georgia. TCU and Ohio State, they've all been in this situation before. TCU has not. So I think we, we may see some kind of inexperience as a whole, the whole program, the whole organization, how you prepare right. everything else, because this is huge kind of behind the scenes in order for these teams to be successful, I think. so, And that's why I think Alabama was so successful, because they had been there for, for, for so many years. But I would love to kind of get your take on, well, I kind of know who you think is going to uh, win against TCU Michigan. Yeah, I think Michigan's going to handle them um, because of the trophy, the offensive line. Right. Uh, and you see this young kid uh, growing up before your eyes, the quarterback. Sure. Making plays when they needed to be made over right. and over. It wasn't like one big play was the different. He was making some plays against Ohio State, then again against Purdue, where it's like a trap game. Right. If you look at right. it, right, right. Yep. you're like, oh, my God, don't lose to Purdue in the championship while you have. And you saw TCU do just that to Kansas State. Now, is Kansas State better than Purdue? You decide. Right. Purdue's right. also in a bowl game. But I think Michigan handles TCU. We're going to be breaking that stuff down, though, Chris. Yes, we are. We're excited about that. So, we are going to be on an hour, maybe an hour, hour before, hour and a half before the game, which is going to be on January 9th. It's mm -hmm. a Monday. Uh, the game starts at 7.30 Eastern, so we'll probably be on like maybe 5 six. or something like that. 6? Yep. Probably 6. 6, okay. 6. Because I know six, my 18. commute is crazy. Oh, there you go. There you go. So six will probably be on talking about the big game. Yes. Aren't we going to come back on, though, next week? We can. We, we, we can talk about some other games if you'd like. I'd love to. I okay, enjoy so seeing yeah. and talking Let's, to everybody about. I think we should come back. 
Hey, I, I'm willing to make college football all year round. So you need an excuse. transfer portal. Hey, there we go. We, we can have a transfer so, portal special. Yes. Where did they land? Right. We can. Exactly. I enjoy doing this with you every Monday night, the Super 16 Bowl show today, bowl show. but it's Correct. normally Correct. Bowl show. One more thing. Wanted to mention the passing of Mike Leach. I was just uh, going to bring it up. Great man. job. That, that was just kind of heartening for uh, – never met the guy, but just kind of what he meant to college football, uh, college athletic as a whole. One of the more um, candor, kind of the regular type guys who were coaching, um, willing to say kind of anything he wanted to say, and, and we just loved it. Um, so just kind of sorry to see kind of what happened there. Um, you know, he want to be rushed to the hospital and want to pass away the following day. So – you know, huge kind of shout out to his team because they're playing in a bowl game. They're playing. Uh, who are they playing? Oh, I just saw it. Mississippi State versus yeah. is it? Mississippi State, Illinois. They're playing. Oh, Illinois. God, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Totally forgot about that. So, my understanding is that the defensive coordinator, I think, is taking over uh, for that game. It may even be the, the the new head coach. But again, just kind of man. It's really sad to kind of see somebody in the family, again, even though I've never met him, but really kind of understand what he meant to his team in college football. So we kind of hate to see that happen. It's a tough, tough loss. Tremendous uh, inventor, just a creative mind yeah. when it came to offensive play and the spread. And coming up with a lot of the concepts, his coaching tree is vast. He was a character which created kind of a wave of, what we say, a bias against him because he was sure. such a cra crazy character. Quirky, I, quirky, quirky character, yeah. Yeah, but I absolutely love the guy, and I, I felt like just a tremendous coach, a loss for college football, no doubt about it, and – uh Really glad you brought it up, and uh, rest may he rest in peace. And Coach Mike Leach, appreciate him. That being said, what a show tonight! Breaking down some of the bowls that occurred. We talked a lot tonight. We did. We actually covered. We, we covered a lot. We talked about a little bit of Dion. We talked about Dion transfer portal transfers. Uh, and you know, it, it's just something that that I think that outside or you can watch the games and, and once you kind of understand watching the games, having fun, then you start learning like all this other stuff behind that goes goes, goes on behind the scenes, like the portal, the the NIL stuff, which which either kind of can turn you on to it or really turn you off. You know, right. kind of saying that you know, hey, this is a, a professional league. Now these kids are getting paid a lot of money, but at the end of the day, let's understand. All the kids aren't getting paid. It's just the top four or five kids on the team are getting a lot of money. The other kids really aren't. I mean, they're getting a couple hundred dollars to show up at like the local car dealership to sign autographs. I mean, so, so just understand that. Don't think that, oh, there I go. Don't that think that all these kids are getting millions and millions of dollars because they aren't. Well, that guy, if NIL was around back then, Dude, I wouldn't even know what to do, man. Come on. You would have been helping me out right now with man, my Christmas bill. Really, not have been like, I mean, come it would on, have been bro. easier for me to say no. You know, I mean, obviously I wouldn't have, but it just, come on, man. You can't take 
a kid coming from my situation and giving him a million dollars or her a million dollars, say, okay, go ahead, you know, let's go play football. What? <laughs> Come on, man. I was eating garbage. I was eating food out of garbage cans. I can give him a million dollars. I need some, I need some understanding of what to do. Well, we know what we could have done is our GoFundMe. You could have kind of funded that bowl game. The bowl game, right? The tape the never lies. Ball. Slurpee bowl. That's oh, there we, what I'm oh, going there we go. We should get 7 Eleven to be a sponsor. That'd be great. We'll get 7 Eleven as a yes. sponsor. Where's yes. that graphic, Ron? There it is. There we go. That would be <laughs> the Slurpee bowl. The Slurpee bowl. The TTNL. Chris Zorch Slurpee Bowl. Love it. Love it. That's what we're going to do for 2026. Hi. There you go. Yep. I like it. I like it. I like it. Every first down that would be playing over the giant jumbo (laughs) truck. Hey. I like it. (laughs) We'll have a lot of fun. But it has to be played in like the freezing cold weather. Yes. It has to be. you have to go to like Alaska or something. Can we get Notre Dame Stadium? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, you rent it out, rent out, and play on like the coldest day of the year, like like January. Like, strings. Right. Has Notre Dame ever hosted a bowl? They have no. never hosted. It'd be, it'd be pretty hard to host now, a bowl. The Slurpee Bowl would be great. There we go. The 7-Eleven Slurpee Bowl at Notre Dame Stadium. <laughs> Presented by TTNL. Come on. Presented by TTNL. There you there go. You you go. All right. We've done it all. He's Chris Zorich. Cherie, the beautiful lady bear, 83 on Twitter, producing. Follow Chris Zorich all over social media. The guy is a social media connoisseur. Cheapers, creepers. Cheapers, creepers. I wanted to wish your beautiful wife a happy birthday. Oh, thank you. I will tell her that. Please. I wrote to you, but you don't answer your... uh, Facebook or but Instagram. you have my phone number, so instead of I know wrote, I instead of writing to me, writing should have just yeah instead of writing to me, you should have just called. <laughs> I should have just called. I have two degrees from Notre Dame, but I say writing. So yeah, there's Chris, hey, beautiful wife, right there. Definitely, I'll kick my coverage. Definitely, I think we all do. Hey, hello. There we go. Well, happy birthday to her. I shall. We'll see you next week, right? Let's do this again. There'll be more topics to talk about, more bowl games. I'm sure more more drama. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. So keep it locked in. We'll be back next Monday night, 8 o'clock East, talking about these bowl games that are coming up, some that have occurred. Yes, it'll be called the Super 16 Bowl Show Part 2. Part 2. I like that. As we get it next week. For us all, for the great All-American, number 50 at Notre Dame, number 97 for the Chicago Bears, Chris Zorch. I'm your guy, Draft Dr. Phil. This has been a special. Remember the ABC Christmas specials and all that? I used to live for that. Yes. Hmm. (laughs) Real quick, what was your favorite Christmas holiday special? Because that's what they called them back in the day. Yeah, so it, we didn't well, have all these streaming. No, 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 no. I would have to say, I got excited about um, the the Rudolph the Red Nosed Ranger one. When oh it, yeah, it, it was the it was the like what do they call it, fast action or yeah that or, those claymation one. Mason, yeah, yeah. Um, the motion, bomb. 
motion something. Yeah. I mean, I remember as a kid just being fascinated, like, oh man, that stuff was real, you know. So that was Rudolph. Awesome. Right. Oh, right. Gosh. And then the the the, the, the heat miser. And the, oh, that's the my favorite. Miser one. Guy. Come on, that's man. mine. You cannot beat that. Oh, is that not the same one? I thought that was the same one. No. Rudolph oh, had his own. Right. Then the year without a Santa Claus is the heat miser. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. yes. I'm Mr. There you go. Yeah. Son. See? I'm Mr. Motion capture, I think it's 101. But there the other go. one was uh there's three of them that I loved. Rudolph, that one, and the Heat My not Heat Miser, Meister Burger, Burger Meister, whatever. Mm, I remember that. Santa Claus is coming to town. That okay. one. That's when you get the backstory, and it's called stop motion. Yes. Okay. Remember when he goes into town one? and none of the kids could have toys? That guy's taking them away. Um, you know, Burger Meister, Meister Burger. Burger Meister. I, I think oh, I man, it was great. But I think the, the, the classic one I loved was the, as well, was the Grinch Stole Christmas. Dr. Seuss's kind of. The cartoon yes. one. Yes, not the, the cartoon Jim Carrey. Not, not the Jim Carrey. Well. I'm just going to start the Game of Thrones backstory soon. Oh, boy. Here we go. Well, before that, hold on. Favorite Christmas movie? Oh, I love a Christmas story. Okay. With Ralphie and the whole future eye out. Also, Christmas Vacation. Those two. Yes, I am so old. Cherie, how about you, Lady Bear? Do you have a favorite uh, Christmas movie? There you are. You don't want to What the hell? Oh, okay. What, man, what are you, you can't doing? Do that, man. What are you yeah, doing? Hey, man. My hands. It's <laughs> Chris had nothing to do with that. Sheree, that was all filled. Mr. N broadcast. Uh-huh. I, I touched nothing. That was not me. Young Chris. There we go. And Sheree's That's with Sheree's grand- grandmother? That, that, no, that's her big sister. That's her big sister? Yes. Oh, I See, I'm, still, I'm still waiting for a, a Christmas movie from you. Okay. A Christmas story. Right. So this I is know how where old you're I going. Am. Yes. I'm going way, way back. I'm going black and white way back. Yes. It's a wonderful life. I knew. My mother's favorite movie. There you go. See, I'm I'm that old, man. But that that's, that's probably, a great movie. That's if The Godfather's my number one movie, it's a wonderful life is number two. It just yeah. happens to be a Christmas girl. I have I remember to look- I have to watch it every year, so I. It has. It's definitely in my top five. So for me, my mom and I was used to watch when I was a kid. That's kind of how I started watching it, and so this is kind of the only time that I really kind of think, kind of hang out and think about my mom. Unfortunately, the last time I saw my mom was on Christmas of '91, and so I always watched the movie by myself, not my wife, not my kid, but by myself. I cry my eyes out watching the movie, just kind of thinking about all the great times my mom and I had. So by far, my favorite movie, my second favorite movie of all time, my favorite Christmas movie. Wow. Look at that. I'm glad I asked it because that's gold. Chris, you're the best. We'll be back next week uh, talking more bowls. Part two, the Super 16 Bowl Bowl show with Chris Chris Zorich. Thanks for watching the Super 16 Poll Show with Chris Zorich. Like, subscribe, and comment. This has been a special presentation of the Tape Never Lies Network.
performance over politics. 